Welcome back to this week's episode of the Weekly Wrap on Sports Confidential. I'm your host, the CEO, if you will, Jack Brophy. Uh, welcome aboard for this week. Before I introduce my two fellow panel members with me, I'll get into the week that was. We'll go with that. Uh, so the EPL Week 2 was headlined by Ange Ball with uh, Tottenham getting the win and West Ham is firing as well. Um, it's fantastic to watch so far with the Premier League showcasing why it's the best league in football to watch. Sugar Sean O'Malley defies his critics to defend, to defeat, I should say, Sterling. I'm not sure if you've seen the knockout that was mm. on ESPN. It was brutal. Massive. Conor McGregor vibes. Yeah, and he was punching him like afterwards and the ref like let it go for a little bit, but that was phenomenal. We'll get into that a little bit later on um, with his big punches. So he's the Bantamweight champion now. Um, I gave my NFL top five player rankings on the socials with a few questionable decisions by the faithful, nothing's changed there. It's probably mm. fair enough, so I'll cop that one. The New Zealand Warriors are firing, and I'll get into that later on. The toes, not so much, Harley. Uh, the Blues will be playing finals for the first time in 10 years. The Bombers will not, but we'll get into that later on as well. I'm with Shed today. He's back again. How are you, mate? Great. Thank you. It's good to be back. Two in a row. I'm finding a bit more of a groove. A bit of a rhythm and a bit of a social debut as well this week. That's right. I look like that awkward kid that's uh, doing a PowerPoint presentation in grade four, but it was all right. I'm yeah. happy to be up there. Yeah, you dominated, mate. It was great to see. And Cody, you're back as well, mate. How are you, gentlemen? Fantastic. You want to give the listeners a quick little bit on the tailgate talk before we get into the episode? Yeah, so we actually recorded our first episode. When was it? Last, Last week, week, I think, but it didn't work, so we need to... Re-record. Well, ESPN were trying to sue us for how good the content yeah, was on it. True. So, so we thought we'd just... Um, it, was actually, it. it was actually really good. We had some buy-out talks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Early transfer saga with yeah, the tailgate so, talk. Yeah, we're just trying to buy out as soon as, as, soon as possible. Bill so. Simmons vibes. Yeah. So. But, um, yeah, no, we, we actually did record our first episode and it didn't work. So get back in the studio and re-record and we'll be out. I've still got the audio. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. there. It's good yeah. to go. It'll yeah. be fired up first week. Yeah. So Shed will be keen to listen. He's a big Packers fan. I am. I was a bit doom and gloom about the Packers when we lost A-Rod, but just watching tape, getting a bit excited. But tape. so were other 32 other teams. Yes. They were like, yeah. oh, yeah, geez, no, he's throwing well. I know there's no defenders, <laughs> and he's not getting rushed. Well. Yeah. <laughs> the no. saviour. He's right. Dak Prescott vibes at this time of year. It's like, oh, That's he's right. on this year. It's his year. Jordan Love is actually John Marino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be great to see. All right. I've got a new segment that I'm going to start with, and we'll trial it out this week. Feel free to give me a rating afterwards, actually, for the segment and also the, the person I've chosen. So I'm going for Forgotten Legends. Uh, forgotten Legends in the sporting world could be anyone from anywhere, but this week I'm going with Harry Kuehl. I feel like he was a fantastic player. Harry. And he's quite big still over in England for what he's done. But a little bit about Harry Kuehl for those that haven't heard of him. If you, ha- if you haven't, you should have. <laughs> I, I think you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly right. Um, so he started his career in Leeds in 1993. He was there until 2003. He went there at the age of 13 and he was handed his first start at 17 years old in the Premier League. And this is when Leeds were a giant. Yeah playing Champions Leagues. And so um, obviously he had 10 years there. And in 1999 and 2000, he won Premier League Young Player of the Year and also made the Premier League Team of the Season. Wow. At that young is just incredible, it especially is. from Australia. Uh, he helped Leeds get to a UEFA Champions League semi-final in 2000-2001, part of a historic 2005 Champions League at Liverpool. And he went to Liverpool in 2003. 
and then obviously the 2006 World Cup for Australia. First, the qualification to get there through uh, who did play? Uruguay. Mm. And then we get to the World Cup and obviously oh, that's our best World Cup team of all the time. Would you agree on that? Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. From there, he had a bit of a, I wouldn't say damaged career, but he had a lot of injuries and then he went to Galatasaray. I hope I've said that correctly yep. uh, for those playing at home. But um, And then he also had stints at Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City, which I didn't know about. Mm. Uh, he then went on to become a manager at Watford in 2015. Um, and then from there, he went on to manage five more teams, and the latest one being the Celtics under Ange Postacoglu, 2022. The Celtic warrior in uh, Seamus in WWE. But there's a little bit about Harry Kiel and uh, a bit of his career, if you didn't know a bit about it. That's a massive 10-year period, though, from like debut and then like Champions Leagues and all that from what, like 95 to 2005. Yeah. That's massive. Like you compare that to, say, some other young Young players like, especially from Australia. Yeah, that's right. And like, obviously, didn't even have a system really. Then did we? Like, we're all just if if you show any promise at fifteen, see you later. He was thirteen when he went across there. It's pretty good. So he must have been that good in Australia at that time for them just to go. That's massive. And like, and how do you even find him? Just looking at playing down at Victory Park on a Wednesday night and go, oh. I'll tell you what, this boy can play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he might pop on a Reds jersey one day. Yeah, that's right. But um, another thing about that as well, when he made the move to Liverpool when I was looking this up today, um, he went across, for, I think it was $25 million back then, which was just massive money back then. And there was arguments that his manager got paid off a little bit because he was a Liverpool man. And um, I looked up, he had offers from Manchester United, Barcelona, Chelsea, um, Liverpool, obviously, and Ajax, I think, was the other one. So they are obviously the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah. So he must have been rocking at that time in his career. Leeds faithful. He's not that well liked around Leeds, actually. There's a bit of a backstory. When we were playing in those Champions League finals and the one that, uh, sorry, semifinals and that, two Leeds fellas, when they went over there to watch the away leg, they got stabbed and died, unfortunately. And then, um, like, obviously, that's a tragedy. But then he's signed for Galatasaray later on in his career. So then they now refer to him as Judas in, um, in Leeds. But Jeez, and Tiffany wouldn't have been even less liked if he went to Manchester United from fun, Leeds fun as well. Fun fact, you, Shannon. That was so, a quiz yeah. question too. So so you just upstaged my story <laughs> yeah. and just gone bang. But you've added to it. But what did you think of that first segment, boys? I, I liked it. I reckon it's stolen. Go on. <laughs> it's stolen because when we done our first tailgate talk, that was one of the segments off that. Yeah, Talking that's about, right. That's about Harry Kiel. It is hundred percent stolen. That is stolen. Yeah. You're right. I was just I was looking at you the whole time you were doing that, just going, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know where I come up with it from. I'm like, Yeah, you, you know good. you know who you come up with it from? You. From me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well done, Kate. Yeah, that was so a great well segment. Yeah, yeah, so different league, yeah, different league. One at, one out of ten for your segment. Hmm. I liked it. <laughs> hey, uh, so- not bad. Not bad though. It is I was just gonna say with that Harry Kill thing going over to England or overseas so young. I remember I was listening to a podcast with um, Jamie McLaren, the oh, yep. Melbourne City striker or whatever. Yeah, that was he, awesome. He went that over was a to, great podcast. He went over to Aston Villa, I think, when he was like 14 or something like that. <clears throat> and he was saying when he was over there, he's like, I was fucking shit. Like every, all the young kids around me were like 10 times better. So for Harry, um, yeah, Harry Kewell to go over and be like top dog over there is like says something about how good he was. He was like the Messiah back in the day for soccer around here. It is ridiculous, isn't yeah. it? And like Jamie McLaren's the A League all time goal scorer. Like, yeah, and he's, so like, he's no and he's, like, and he's going like, oh, yeah. like, and he was like, when I was over there, he's like, I was just nothing compared to the rest of the kids I had in the juniors. Yeah, he was so, like brutally honest. Yeah, about it. yeah, yeah. So if for Harry Kill to go over and 
dominate like he did is pretty he, good. Massive. He is on my bucket list of people to have on this podcast. So Harry Kill, if you're listening, yeah. love to have you on the podcast, mate. It'd be okay. unbelievable. Big fan. Yep, big fan. Tick on the list. Love to have him on. Um, all right, we're going to go to a break now, and then after this, we're going to get into the rest of the sports. We are back for the EPL segment. Um, our man Shed, who used to be the foreign correspondent, is going to come in flying like he did on his social. So right. what have we got this week, mate? I've done my apprenticeship over there. Yeah. Thank you for that. Did Big you go student. see Bob from Brussels? Well, we went to Brussels, but um, I don't know. Bob's making himself very scarce. We tried to get in, get a get a hold of him, but um, Doctor X type thing. Yeah, it is. He's a fan from afar. Might just be a burner account from one of our members. Who knows? <laughs> Definitely cork of it. But uh, no, it's been a big week. It's game week two has wrapped up, and we are learning a lot of things. That is for sure. Um, Teams that may have surprised us. If you haven't seen the update on the socials, I think on the stories, on the reels, we had a bit of an update there. We might have to make that a bit of a um, regular thing, a bit of a midweek update. Yeah, exactly. Possibly get the uh, get the fans talking. Get the juices flowing. That's right. It gets a little bit confusing on what day, uh, what happened, because like some of them happened at 5 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, but then some of them happened at 11 or 30. Yeah. So it gets a bit mixed up. But anyway, over the week. As I said, we've had City, Newcastle. City got the win there. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, no needed. They might have to sell him now. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, just the best player in the Prem. Yep. <laughs> just like, yep, no worries. We'll get Balance the books a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that was probably match of the round there. But Spurs, I think you said possibly last week they're done, probably going to be playing at Rotherham next year. And we'll be back at the Brisbane Raw by July next year. Yeah, I think I went as soon as Ange got basically put into the role, I said, they're probably going to win it this year. Yes. That's what I think I said. I said, look, oh. Ange, Ange Ball, he's not, he's actually the best coach ever. Mm. Um, and I can see them winning 2 0 against Manchester United. I think that's what I said last week. But <laughs> uh, if buts or maybes. We'll have to check the tape. Yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> now that was a fantastic win by the Spurs. They're up and about. United, I watched a little bit of the highlights. They're probably a little bit hard done by, is what they would say. I would say, go Jack, get fucked. But, um, no, it was a fantastic win by the Spurs, and they're rolling. So those are the big wins that they need, especially at home. If you want to make it a fortress under a new coach, that's the way to do it. Um, Brighton, they are rolling. I said Matoma and Solly Marsh are taking over from Caicedo and McAllister, and they just keep on rolling. it. They just keep finding people left, right, and center, don't they? After the players that left, I thought they were going to mean some strife. But- Even the players before the players that left. Yeah, and they are doing wonders at the moment, so they're looking good. Keep an eye out for them. Matoma, he's my man. He's in my fantasy Premier League. Good goal this week. That's right. He's very cheap as far as thingos go, but anyway, if that's if you're playing fantasy Premier League. Liverpool, they conceded an early one. I think it was third minute. Yeah, it was very early. And did there was another offside game? as well, I think, after that. Uh, I did watch it on the nine-minute replay. Was it Sunday? Again. Again, that's the time <laughs> I do <zones>. not know. <laughs> Sorry, so my apologies. But um, how good is Luis Diaz looking at the moment? That oh, goal man. was naughty. It is. It is like a fresh signing, yeah, really, because he played, what, like six games yeah, last injured. year probably. So he, he looks electric at the start. McAllister, red. Mm. Was that a red card? Uh, well, studs up, caught all shin. Yeah. Might not have meant it. It's probably similar to some um, Casemiro ones last year. Where Less than a parking ticket for me, but 
is what it is. Three-week holiday. Game's gone soft. <laughs> yeah, game's gone soft. Bring back the biff. Should, if you're not getting hit in the shins at least once a game <laughs> by someone's full start, that's what Roy Keane would be saying. He would have loved it. And Fulham, like sneakily after having a massive year last year, what the hell is going on there? 3-0 loss to Brentford. Brentford, mind you, not a bad team, but you can't be losing 3-0 at home. Mitrovic on the way out to the Saudi League. They're in strife. They've got some good players there, but they were riding high last year and it's very alarm bells for me at Fulham. What do you think there? Yep. Couldn't agree more on you. Mitrovic goes, they are stuffed. I reckon they'll be going down. Well, didn't have him in the predictions early, I don't think, but they are going down. Probably luckily for them, there are a few candidates putting their hand up. And in the next game, Chelsea. Yeah, we're going down too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of going down, My- real West Coast vibes. Good for Leeds. Six teams going down. Yeah. So <laughs> six teams might come up. I didn't get how we... Drew with Liverpool last week and then lost 3-1, three, three, yeah. Because you always draw Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, that's true. We never that is result. true. Yeah. That it's is a stat true. that, like, Probably, I knew because yeah. it happened last time. They're like, oh, no, they always draw. Yeah. And then it's happened again, but I forgot about it. I think it's seven games in a row, last seven fixtures that's been a draw. Yeah, right. That's good mail. So, anyway, that another 3-1 th- loss to West Ham and West Ham with Ward Prowse getting the player of the match there. So... Very happy with that from West Ham because I did put the burners on a little bit, I think, last week and possibly on the pod where they're selling a lot and not bringing a lot in. But as we said, Ward Prowse, a new signing, he's done the job. He should be happy with that. Yeah, he would be. He would, be. He would have watched it. Yeah, yeah he, he, I think he's still watching the replays he now. He sent me a, no shit, he sent me a hammer emoji. That, he just sent me a text and I was like, you don't even know what soccer is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a leap for me. I like it. And the last game of the round, Villa have absolutely flipped it around after a 5-1 drumming at Newcastle, their first home game, have taken to Everton and put four past them. Everton in enormous strife. Yes. As I, I said last week, they will turn very quickly. Sean Dyche was Jesus there at the end, back end of last year, keeping them up, but they have started awfully. Like those, maybe not there, maybe not expected to beat Villa at Villa, but a two-goal or one-goal loss is sort of – you don't get the same point. You get the same amount of points, but momentum is a massive thing. They show a bit. That's right. Exactly right. So, But Villa, fantastic work. They're, we all had a bit of a um, – we were on them a bit towards the start of the year in the predictions, especially if you listen to the On The Spot podcast. Everyone's From the spot. From the spot, sorry. Yep. They're all uh, pretty, pretty happy with them. So they've got things rolling in the right direction there. So that's it for that game week. So, and we – I think next week we push on, and it's a Tuesday night game. That's tomorrow night we start game week three. So, who's tomorrow night? Uh, Crystal Palace and Arsenal will be Tuesday morning. So Arsenal probably should try and get the percentage up a little bit there. Hopefully, yeah, boost the percentage up on that one. Uh, like from you, shared unbelievable scenes. Cody, we ready to get into the next segment? Yeah, what are we doing? Whatever you want to do. <laughs> not bad by you, not bad. Um, a little bit of NFL at the moment. It's not too far away. So NFL is in week two of the preseason. Yeah, it is. Do you say so, preseason goes forever? Yeah. Like four, four, yeah four, four games. Four games yeah. But in terms of things, with training camps, only like five weeks. Yeah, no, and then it, three weeks preseason, they actually like together six weeks to seven weeks before the It's fucked, isn't it? It's just like, it's just like um, all right, yeah, let's training camp it. starts now. Next week we're playing a game, four weeks, it's like, right, we're into it. Yeah. Get into it, boys. That's right. I it's, sort of don't mind it. That's good. I think they expect like heaps of them to just do their own shit outside of yeah. the club. Well, they which, do say if you don't turn up, like, you can get cut. Like, yeah. No one's guaranteed. Yeah. So. But you always see like heaps of stories of like blokes not turning up to 
training camp because they're like think they need to be owed more money and shit like that. So imagine if you done that in the AFL. Imagine if imagine if someone was like like I need to get paid more. I'm not rocking up to preseason. Drinking like they'd just be like, right, fuck off then. Yeah, unbelievable. I'd, I'd be happy to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Preseason's hard to judge because none of the starters are playing. You sort of look out for all the good rookies play all the first rounders and second rounders, but they don't play a lot of snaps and a lot of minutes. So it's hard to. You've got to be really, really in depth. Yeah, you need. You, you really knowledge. need to. Yeah, be really in depth and look out for the rough. The you got to love your tape. Yeah, you got to love your tape. Not Johnny Manziel. You got to look up for <laughs> zero yeah. minutes. That is good. That is very good content. Have you watched it? Yeah, it's. I've watched, watched it too. Nice. Yeah, it's a cracking documentary for those that haven't listened it's out there. Good. It's a new Untold. I think it is Un- Untold yeah. story. Yeah, Johnny Manziel, who um, was a quarterback growing up and didn't mind the sesh off. And probably even on the field, actually, yeah. as well, knowing him. But he was just obviously – they were saying Skip Ballas goes he's going to be the next LeBron, yeah. like, of yeah. Cleveland to save him. Typical Skip. But uh, unbelievable to watch. So if, you, if you're in the NFL – It is good. Have you watched ball, the um, Hard Knocks yet? No. no. I like I to leave all the Hard Knocks until they've all come until out. Until they're all come out, yeah. Because if you go week by week, then you're like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, you're you're way around. They're pretty week. good. Yeah. I don't mind them. Robert Is it Sa- the Jets? Yeah, it's the Jets, yeah. Robert Sala, um, the Jets coach. I don't mind him. He's like a bit of an alpha dog. Yeah, right. Yeah, like just walks into the change rooms and just like commands everyone's attention. Like people just like sort of like, I just feel like people sort of like gravitate to him. guess you have good. to be pretty extroverted to be an yeah, NFL coach. I know. And he gave, um, I was watching one of them and he absolutely gave it to the Jets O-line because they're fucking pretty average. He was saying like – um. It might have been after their first um, preseason game or, or like one of their first preseason sessions or something like that. Um, he absolutely ripped that O line and said, "You know, we've got stars like quarterback at quarterback at um, running back, wide receiver. You know, all our whole defensive line's good, everything." And he's just pretty much just like, "Use are the ones that are fucking letting us down." <laughs> pretty much just said to him, "We're not going to win a Super Bowl if you just keep fucking doing what you're doing." So fucking rough and like. I was like, imagine if someone, imagine if a coach was that rough in the NBA, like they'd just crap, they'd just have a sook. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if like an NBA coach absolutely pointed out like. There is a, an issue a, in the NBA. With yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like to a star in the NBA, like imagine if someone absolutely pointed out like a Donovan Mitchell or yeah. someone like that saying, you're not pulling your weight, rah, rah, rah. Well, Shaq, absolutely, did, Shaq did it you know to what him. And they, they'd absolutely crack the shits. But in the NFL, they just look them straight between the lines and go, you're fucking playing shit. Pull right. your head in. Unless you're the quarterback. Yeah, you're indispensable. You're dispensable. Yeah, pretty much. You? Yeah, so which I don't mind. Mm. I, I think it's good to get a bit of honesty. But um, yeah, I reckon if you if, when you watch it, let me know your thoughts on Robert Sala because I I didn't really I didn't really like him. I fell in last love with year. Dan Campbell last year. Yeah, yeah, I thought, he was awesome. Yeah, man. he's a, he's a man. Yeah, he's a man. But I find like when you watch it, it's good insight to see what they actually like. Yeah, obviously you can't you only see what they're like on the field as a coach and stand on the sidelines and whatnot. We actually watch the insight. See what is that like. Rogers on there much or is he? Um, yeah, he's on there a little bit. Yeah, he's on there a fair bit actually. Yeah. I know it's hard because I don't think you could. You didn't really see what he was like at Green Bay, so it was hard to see. Mm. Hard to compare what he was like at Green Bay compared to what he's like at the Jets. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but I find I just reckon at Green Bay he would have just been like just in his own little bubble of himself. Mm. Whereas That's at right. the Jets, he probably needed to expand out a little bit and embrace his teammates a little bit more. My hot take for the year is I reckon the Goff St. Brown combination is going to be right up there in the NFL yeah. this year. They are going to be unreal. I reckon the Lions are sneaky good. Yeah, Lions are sneaky good, but they're, they're going to be good to watch. 
Yeah, that is going to help them. They get to play the Bears twice. Yes, well, <laughs> Justin <laughs> Fields, he's got a massive year ahead of him. Yeah, he's like he's probably, it's probably a breakout year yeah, for him. Is, if he yeah. doesn't, mm. if he doesn't he's have a massive year, then they're break, break or bust. I reckon this year. Ooh, Cody's he's coming in. He's only won five of his twenty-five starts or something. But they're still trying to be bad, so he's got time. Yeah, that's true. It's not like they've loaded up with heavy free agents just going right. Let's do this. He's got a better offense around him. Yeah, now. they got a couple weapons now, but yeah. yeah but anyway, we'll we'll dive into the NFL as it gets a little bit closer to the season. We don't I don't really watch it too much to get too in depth of all the rookies that no one's really heard of. But yeah. yeah. I'll have to do a fantasy for that as well. Wait yeah, we see. we will be doing NFL fantasy this year. So many Jeez, fantasies. I've got so many fantasies it's getting out of control. <laughs> yeah. You have to start going on Twitch and stuff like that, like one of those guys. Oh, NBA would be starting soon, wouldn't it? Uh, October. Changing, yeah. changing sports, but yeah, we'll have to. Have huge. Doing, NBA. I always remember that because, like, when you play my career, like on 2K, and then, like, you start your my career because you start, like, 15 my careers. Yeah. Just trying out all the different builds. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, in the first three games you play, it's always, like, the Halloween game. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you remember, like, all right, it's always around Halloween they start. Like, Yeah, it's ages away, but we'll get into that after the break and we'll get into more sports. So, Let's jump back in the time machine, but for the NRL this week, I feel like they've been missed, sort of like the ugly stepchild sometimes, but the NRL is great to watch. Uh, our man behind the camera, the toes, is not happy about them, so that's why I want to get into them. But before that, we'll get into the Cowboys versus the Sharks. Uh, dot point number one, very easy one, Nico Hines is an out-and-out star, and it's an obvious statement. I'm pretty sure he won the Dally M last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Um, and, yeah, he, he was unbelievable. I watched this game, and he was great to watch. And the Sharks are actually playing decent footy. They've won three of their last five and they're fifth on the ladder. So they're exciting to watch. But the most exciting team for me in the NRL at the moment is the New Zealand Warriors. It's not the Townsville Cowboys like I usually would have picked. <laughs> but the Warriors, um, are sneaky good. They were pretty average for the last couple of years, Shed. Yep. Well, they have the uh, um, luxury of being at home for once. Yes. Having a training base, they've actually turned that around. So we thank you to the Warriors for their time over here. It's a- <laughs> what is going on? I here? just on Instagram reels. I use a dribbling shit. That so. is a that's a fine. Is that a fine? <laughs> TikTok gate. Oh, is that a fine? <laughs> Pardon you. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually. Is that a sixty? That's a sixty. That is a sixty. I was just scrolling and I was like. Music on here. I was like, oh, fuck, that's me. Oh, I'm that's flat shit. on that. Continue. Oh, <laughs> that is, that is, the Warriors deserve more than that. Wait, that oh, is like top God. five worst moments on the pod. And that is not being, <laughs> yeah, Chip Gates is still number one. <laughs> Chip Gates. Chip Gates still number one. Tune into that episode about 50 episodes ago for that one. When Thorny yeah, used right. to come on the pod. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, Cowboys obviously not going well, but the Warriors, they've won four in a row and are now third on the ladder. Massive turnaround from them. And uh, their best player by my DWZ, and I don't mean to mispronounce this wrong if I do, Dallin Watini. Zelezniak. Zelezniak, that's exactly what I meant to say. Um, absolutely dominating for – he's 28 this year and he scored 21 tries from 16 appearances after his hat-trick on the weekend. But he's also equal top try scorer with AJ from the Toes, uh, who dominates every year as we know. And then you've got Jermaine Isaacer. Izaku, Izaku, not really sure, but he's from the Finns. I'm just so, going to leave that one alone. Yeah. I <laughs> know that pronunciation. I'm going to leave that one through the keeper. Right. Izaku, no. maybe. I think it's Izaku. We'll go with that. 
Um, but yeah, he's going really, really well this year. Um, obviously, the Finns have dropped off a bit since the start of the year. They had a great run. Mm. Well, yeah, hot early. Yep. But uh, injuries have struck them very hard, I think. Uh, a lot of their senior players that they got in have hit them pretty hard. But And my last dot point to finish it off is Steve Crichton and Dylan Edwards combined with Cleary is going to make a three-peat. They are that dominant at Penrith Panthers. I don't see them losing it. I know that the Broncos have been up there and Shed's head looks bigger than it usually does. But I'll tell you right now, I think the Panthers are home and hose with Declan Burns on Triple J. I think this is the least in control of it I think they've ever been in the last three seasons. Ooh. We might put Cody Sixy on the line after he's uh he's porridge called from before. I'll tell you what it does, it it makes for an interesting final series because in previous it's just been we're just waiting for the Storm and the Panthers to play off and then the winner will probably have it. But the Toes obviously had a bit of a run last year and they probably could have pinched it. But you know, that was a big a bit of a run from them. But I think between um the top four, uh, you take away the Panthers and the Broncos on 17 wins each. You've got the Warriors on 15 wins and then all the way down to the Rabbitohs on 12 wins. So there's only three wins between third and eighth with two rounds to go. Um, so there could be a little bit of reshuffling there and home advantage in the final series could be massive there. So that time of the year will be a very exciting viewing. It's time to get into the AFL now. Um, do you want to go back in the time machine, Cody? Um, no, we're not going to go back in the time machine as of yet. We're going to talk about Dimmer. Oh. Signed on, did you say? Yes, six, massive. Six years. Six years. Big. That's right. Six-year deal. You'd have to think it's easy, seven figures. I had a look at the contract today. I think he's allowed to work from home on away <laughs> I, games. I didn't say that. see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, uh, only, only Marvel games, though. Yeah. Because I hate Five travel, weeks though. annual leave yeah. instead of four. Three park super pass pass. <laughs> <laughs> Wet and wild is his favorite. I've heard uh, massive news for the Suns, and this is it for the Suns. As I know, it's a big call putting it on Dimmer, but surely they did finish you, better than fourteenth. Um, did you listen to his press conference? I've seen his snippets from it. No, they I've had um, um, one of the reporters. I don't know who it was. Said like, "Where like, what are your plans? Like, what are your um, dreams, aspirations? Rah, rah, rah for the Suns, uh, all that stuff." And Dimmer said um, something like, "He's like, well, I think eighty percent of our." Um, first premiership teams in the room right now. So he's obviously planning to win something very, very, <laughs> planning to win something very, very shortly. So, um, yeah. Levo Casbolt would be like, let's go, boys. And then at the end of the year, he's just going to get a bit of tap on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, can we um, have a little talk in my office? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and pack your locker up on the way yeah. through. Good job. <laughs> Oh, all right, they anyways. must have had a junior day there. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we will jump back in the time machine now to Friday night, Pies, Lions. And did you watch it? I did. I did. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I, I actually knew I knew we were going to lose. I just uh, had one of them. One of them things is just like, oh, we're not going to win. Don't you start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got my rant. You go, you go hell for leather, mate. I think Lions are looking Lions looking are looking good. pretty snacky. Yeah, I looking very I agree good. With that Lockie Neal was absolutely outstanding. Yes. It was explosive. Zach uh, Zach Bailey is very X factor as well. Yeah, doesn't need much of it to do a lot with it. Um, I don't like I don't rate Hitwood, but geez, yeah, he's made I'm, I'm not a big Hitwood fan either. But yeah, we made him look like prime Wayne Carey. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Charlie Charlie Cameron is I reckon he'd almost be one of the quickest people players to ever play in the AFL. He's been lightning. Yeah, he's a guy. When, when he gets on the outside or gets like overlap ball, he's 
fucking electric. Yeah. I want to get He's your, so good to he watch. He would be one of the scariest players to oh, play in, I think. Oh, mate, like, if be... you played on Kerno, you're like, right, I just know he's going to try and run me legs off me and try and take even pack marks. You're like, right, I'll just be ready. I've just got to get up there and have the marks. Like, was... At least I know I'm going to have a bit of help. You are getting put on an island. Yeah. yeah and just going, good luck. There was a yeah. play in the second, second or third quarter, I reckon. There was like a um, ball got kicked into Brisbane's um, forward line. Charlie Cameron went up with the contest and then landed. And while everyone else was just sort of figuring out where they were, he was absolutely gone to the races and just his center of gravity was just unreal and he was gone. And everyone else is standing around going, fuck, where's Charlie gone? And yeah. he's gotten already 15 meters behind him. He's yeah. unreal to watch. He's so good. Quino tried his best. Yeah. I'd say this year has solidified him. I reckon he's had years where people go, oh, he's a bit of a cherry picker in that. People have said that at the start of his career, but he's well and truly earned it now that he's yeah. a good Small mid, uh, small flag. flag. He can, I think he can take a like big pack mark too. He's not just a small <laughs> that crumbs well. Like he can yeah. take a mark with the best of them all. So he'll sit on your head. Yeah, he's unre- he's unreal to watch. But in review, the pies are like yes. my washing on the skids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'll be avoiding uh, your washing from now on. Yes. Okay, on to um, the next game now. So it's just L's yeah. after L's yeah. after L's here. Yeah. Um, no W's after W's <laughs> for the Roos. We the are Roos. sitting pretty. Yes, Harley Reid tournament this year. Uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought that halfway through the year. All right, two rounds in, North won two in a row. The Clarko effect flying. Yes, and then I didn't watch. So what's the that? Next is that nineteen weeks. in a row they've lost? Yeah, they haven't won 18? since round. They haven't won since round two. Yeah, Seven, eighteen, eighteen or nineteen weeks. Yeah. But <sighs> too long. Sure, long. That's hard. It's hard to do, but yeah. we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you were so covered on the NRL. Yeah, that's right. That's how you probably, become a storm a, fan. Probably picked a good year to go overseas for half of it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But anyway, Dragon Clarko sharpening his axe for the delistings at the end of the uh, year. Speaking of, um, when we were saying about Dimmer having exit meetings. Clarko's going to be ruthless. I reckon. I tell you what, though, Mackay might just go. You know what, mate? Just, just yeah. see you later for me because. We want Harley Reid. And then there's that big centre-half forward block. Have you seen him in the draft? Uh, yeah, but he's yeah. from Queensland, so I think he's going yeah, he's, to oh, He's sons. a thick boy. He's Gold Coast Academy, so I think Gold yeah. Coast are getting him. Gold Coast got him in love. Oh, bugger there's, a, um, <laughs> there's a WA boy that they reckon is gonna is like top five. Yeah. They so were saying on the radio today, I was just, and I don't know what radio station it was, but they were saying because West Coast won, they're like, have they lost their chances of getting their WA boy? Because obviously North will have pick one, and then if Ben Mackay goes, they'll get compo. Which would be after their first round pick will be one pick and two. two. So they're like, have they just lost Harley Reid and lost a WA boy at the same time? Mm-hmm. All right. We're anyways, gonna get, we're going to go to a break Rich and then we'll one. get into it after this. After a premature early start, we've got um, Gold Coast Carlton's next game. Blues, as you said in the intro. Locked finals in for the first time in 10 years. Looked a bit shaky there for uh, the last couple of minutes. Uh, only got up by four points. But... Uh, Noah Anderson had a chance to win it. 37, 38 seconds left. Kicked it from 40 on the run and it went through for a behind. Had a little bit more time than he thought. Um, says me sitting here in a chair. But Gold Coast had a massive chance to win that. And Promising signs from Gold Coast, I think. Yeah, we've heard that for a while, haven't <laughs> yeah. we? Well, it's well done to the uh, the Blues, though. The uh, streak continues, and I've said this last week. I did say it about a certain other team who we won't mention that winning is a habit. 
Carlton definitely have that habit at the moment. Another team may have lost that habit, yes. which we may transition into now. Yes, so we're just going to put put out a PSA that if you have any young kids in the car, um, maybe block their ears. Um, Turn the radio down. Yes, if you're not, not a fan oh. of coarse language, Maybe we, yeah, turn your radio down for Language a warning. Um, yeah, Jack, we'll leave it to you, mate. 26 years, boys. 26 years I followed the Dons. Um, we had the drug saga, 2013. We were 10-2 and two that year. That's oh, okay. We had the drug saga. We move on from that. Dermot Burton says it'll take 10 years for you to get back. We all laughed. We scoffed. And then we cried as well. As supporters, and then comes to the weekend, we've got a chance to play finals. Brad Scott's our new coach. We've seen it before with Worsfold, Matthew Knights, of all people. Um, and we've seen Ben Rutten go as well, gone, Mark Thompson, James Hurd, all gone. But Brad Scott, he saved the Dons. We just beat West Coast and North. We must be a chance to play finals this year. So I was that excited. And then we get pumped by 126 points. 126 points with a finals chance on the line against the Orange team. I have never been so flat on a car trip home from going to the footy than that and sitting there, and I could not believe that was the effort out there. I'll tell you right now, Clarko, give that axe a cross. Chop, chop. We are rubbish, and I'm probably going to chop my membership up after that one. I was flat, flat as a biscuit. And that's what they've served, boys. How can we have a percentage of 92.7 at the end of the year after we played North and West Coast twice this year? We had the easiest run going into the AFL this year, and I thought, this is the year we steal it. And this is what they've served up. It was uh, challenging viewing, but to be fair, it was 70 points, I think, at halftime. So you've turned it around in the second half. And to top it off, <laughs> to top it off, I guess the halftime and I go, we'll show a bit of fight. I got on Essendon plus 83.5, down by 70 at halftime, so I'm licking my lips. And I put us a, a notable donation on it, <laughs> and we lost by 126. <laughs> Let me just, 126 points we lost by. Oh, all my right. God. I all, all started at the start of the day. Did you see GD versus Banner? Yeah, oh, they yeah. ribbed us. <laughs> that was elite. So good. The <sighs> listeners that didn't see it, the banner said, it's been a long time the Bombers have waited. The last time they won a final, we weren't even created. <laughs> uh, <sighs> just adds, adds salt in the wounds, do you, doesn't it? Are we, we had this conversation in the group the other night. We'll keep this one brief. Are we not a big four club anymore? Liam and I, when we were saying it, we were sort of half taking the piss. And then we thought about it and we were yeah. like, actually, we're probably right here. Yeah, and it's a genuine question. I've got and you know to... who we actually left out to that we didn't even bring up? Geelong. We didn't even talk about Geelong. Mm, yeah. It's, it'll be one that we won't know until you're like a top four side where you're turning up. Like, yeah, yeah where, where Tigers the... probably didn't seem that big and then they get on a run and then all of a sudden everyone turns up. Yeah. but And like Geelong, oh, they seem massive because everyone goes because they're easy to watch. Yeah. But if they just go into a bit of a hole, like we don't know what Geelong's going to look like. But uh, Hawthorne are doing the same thing. They have everyone turning up when they were winning those flags. But it's a tough one to put put your finger on until um, you really see who turns up when you're up and about. But yeah. I think they're still large because 
you see even when they won those games coming off the drug scandal and all that, they turned up in their numbers and, I don't know, delusion runs thick through the old Essendon faithful. So. And the SC headquarters as well, <laughs> I think. Oh, I'm glad I got that off my We chest. could just turn this into a whole whole pod itself just talking about the Dons. But oh. we won't because we won't. I don't think we need to say anything. I think the score yeah. speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give it to the Giants, though. Yeah. They did well and they're flying into finals. Uh, Jesse Hogan looked like prime Wayne Carey. Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about prime Wayne Carey, that true. was prime that Wayne very, Carey. very, very true. So um, great game by him. Speaking of clubs, that probably not to the same scale, but obviously Geelong won the flag last year, um, and they lose to St Kilda, who mm. surprised me yet again. Yes, massive win. Saints look really good, and the Cats look pitiful. Yeah, really. Like, Cats actually look old. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've been saying it for the last like five, six years. You know, too old, too slow. Dangerfield retire. Hawkins retire. Uh, nah, Danger's still going all right. Danger's still going. Hawkins all right. is probably Hawkins got another year left in him. I reckon. Got another he's, year? Yeah, he's played good this year. Considering Cameron's missed a little bit of footy too. So mm. Hawkins, um, yeah, Hawkins will go around again. My favourite highlight of that game was Guthrie. What's the other Guthrie's name? Zach Guthrie. The the worst one. Yep. Yeah, Zach. Way <laughs> <He>, um, <laughs> to label him out. <laughs> <laughs> um, he took a mark, intercept mark, turned a kick on a 45 inside, booted into the back of his teammate's head. It came, rolled back to him, and he's gone to kick the same kick again because the guy's still open. And then he daisy cutted it across, and then Dan <laughs> Butler kicks it up and kicks a goal. Oh. And like that would have been the point where you just, as a Geelong supporter, you're already down by 30 points. Just go. It's like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> Cue like that Benny Hill music in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but um, well done on Geelong on their run. Is it officially over? Um. Oh. And Kane's caught, Kane Corn's yeah, caught rec- it, hasn't he? I reckon it is because I reckon all their stars are on the wrong side of 33. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't have normally say on the wrong side of 30, but they're on the wrong side of 33. They don't even have a young star nah, coming up. Not really. And not really, no. They've, oh, you admire what they do. They've given up all their first, second rounders to get stars in. They've milked it. So, you know, they've done it for so long, but they've got. I think Geelong has the best list management in the whole of AFL, so they'll figure something out. I'm yep. happy for him to go down the toilet. Yeah, I'm bit. happy for him to go Absolutely. down the toilet too for a little bit. Um, next game, the biggest talking point of the whole Post-gate. year, I'd reckon. Postgate, are we calling it? Mm. Padgate. Padgate, yeah, it could be Padgate. Look yeah. at the smirk on Harley's face. <laughs> How did they get away with that one, boys? That is, I don't think it's actually getting spoken about enough no. how much damage that does. Like playing finals and not playing finals. Like Adelaide were one of the teams that went out there and said, well, you want to make the eight this year. Yeah. Not a lot of teams do that and obviously that's a big reason behind it. But at the end of the day, I guess it's another – there's still time on the clock. There's all of that. But you've got to – AFL has got to update all that. It's it's a challenging one because it's sort of on – you just got to say you got to let it go. But in the same – it had so much riding on it and it's the wrong end of the year. Like if that's round three and come and Adelaide just miss out, no one really talks about it. Yeah. But – it's when the lights shine the brightest, like you see a lot more things. So I think it's been in the media a bit lately too about the arc system or whatever it's called, the goal review. Yep. So like it's just escalated it to that next level of like what it needs. They need to obviously do something about it. Yeah, they were waiting for a moment like this to happen and yeah. then react to it basically. But That's what it, it felt like. A little bit like it's ridiculous to the fact that like I know it's swapping codes here, but like on cricket, for instance, you can see a hotspot clear as day, snicko clear as day, yeah. ball tracking clear as day. Like you can see fucking the size of a crater on Mars 
for fuck's sake, and you can't, and we can't even get yeah. a goal right. And we've yeah. got one frame every thirty seconds yeah. from the goalpost camera, and it looks like it's taken on a Nokia thirty three sixteen. Oh, I love right. it. Anyways, uh, I like it. Bad, it's luck, a, bad luck to the crows. It's a good summation for what that game was, I think. And um, this game, this game, wow, Ooh, spaghetti! All I wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to ask this question, but because I went on that rant, I don't think it has any holds any weight to it now. But the Bulldogs losing that is that anywhere near Essendon losing by that much to the Giants? No, they've they've cost themselves potentially a final spot as well. Yeah, to yeah. so the bottom of the ladder, West Coast, who have been drubbed all year. It's probably the biggest turn up of the year. Yeah, I yeah. would thought like the biggest North, result, North biggest result in terms of, of the year. that. Yeah, that's a massive turn up. That is, like, and they did, and like obviously Bulldogs kicked back into it, and you go, okay, they're going to run yeah. over me, and then and they kicked again. West Coast just held on. Talk about Marination Station, oh boy, unbelievable. But Melbourne, are they back to their best in the next game after that? Uh, I didn't watch too much of this game, but they probably it's probably just what you expect the team in form to do. Yeah, it's probably what you what you need at this time of the year just to keep on rolling and momentum. Momentum is key, and they're doing it. So well done, Melbourne. Is um the tagger back? Finn. Finn. He's first player to keep Clayton Oliver under five clearances in like fifty seven games yeah, in a row or something. Clayton only had four for the un- no under oh. under fifteen touches for like the first time in like. 60 fucking eight games or something like that. Yeah, something crazy. stupid. So. so potentially, yeah, I don't mind that. The tag is back, I think. I feel like the tag only works if the game's under like two goals. Yeah, yeah like, that's true, yeah. If you're 30 points, like I haven't looked at the worm, but like were Hawthorne ever really in it? I guess they were like they until, until three-quarter time. Mid, yeah, three-quarter time and they've kicked away. So you're right, it's probably done his job there. Um but the tag, it's an interesting one. I'll, I like a tag. I'm for, I'm for it. Did you hear um, Simon Goodwin was having a little bit of a whinge in his press conference or whatever? He was like, oh, McGuinness is just one of them players that doesn't even try and get the ball. And it's like, fuck off, mate. Stop whinging. Yeah, he's done his <laughs> do job. Something, do something better. Yeah. To negate it. Like, exactly. Figure, right. out, figure out a way to get around it. I like it. On to um, the last game of the round, which had pretty big implications in terms of support for top four um, and potentially top two. Is that correct? Just let me have a look. Um, yes, it is. So they can still make the top two, just depending on how results go. Um, but they got the job done. Frio's had a poor year. Mm, they they yeah. found a little bit of form towards the end, but it's too little, too late. Ruse probably put the final nail in the coffin in round two. I would have thought <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for themselves as well. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up stumps for both uh, teams. I like it. Um, one more thing. How'd the bounce go? I watched it. It was the best bounce. It was inside the little circle, was it? It was straight as a dawn. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Straight up, straight in the air. It was a fantastic bounce. So right. kudos to the umpire, whoever it was. I'll throw a 60 in. Well done to the umpires. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to give precedence as to why he has to give a 60 oh, going into this week? Um, lock bet. Was that your lock? It was your lock, wasn't well, it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Involuntarily. You, you, okay. you controversially. You absolutely changed the rules last week. You were just throwing rules left, right, and center of the lock and the yeah, yeah, yeah. and hey, We're a fluent podcast. Yeah, I didn't right. mind it. It's good. For, for so you got of, room for um, logical thinking. Question, questions about it. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's good. I don't mind it. So right. um, we'll move into this week's round. Um, last round of the year. Yes. Friday night game. Don's, bounce, Don's need to bounce back. Pies need to bounce back. Who are you picking? In yeah. the... Blake Carousella, did he play for both? Blake Carousella, yep. That's the only one I can think of as well at the moment. Look, Collingwood, 
I, I actually hope Collingwood spanks us so then we go down the list again and get a better draft pick. Yeah, well, if, we you're, need not, something. if you're not playing finals, you might as well just exactly go down. Right. Who cares? Exactly right. Unless, I think if we win this by 540 points <laughs> and some results go our way, we can play finals. But not really going to bang so ma- Mathematically possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, um, no, I, do the pies rest? No, I don't reckon we will. When's, is there a buy? Yeah, yeah, there's a buy in between. Week, yeah. After this one. After this week. And then not before the AFL Grand Final? No. no. Right. Jed's yeah. um, been no, uh, overseas, yeah. by the way. Right. I don't know what they're doing. The, yeah, what are they doing Gaelic football? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They just I was, was going to say the London AFL League over there. Yeah. No, I played in the Northern. I did. League. It's like AFLX, like on rugby fields and yeah, things right. like that. Good nice. fun. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dominated. Um, I reckon the I reckon the Dons bounce back, but they don't win. They sh- show a little bit, but they don't win. Sorry, my life. Pies do them in. Pies yeah. do them in. Agreed. Onto yeah, right. the Jago O'Meara Cup. Yep. In the, the next game, um, Trent Crowe Cup. Yes, I had that one next. I like it. Um, this game means absolute sprinkles. Yeah. Um, who are we tipping? Ugh. I'm going um, Hawks. Yeah, I'm going to tip Hawks. Draw. Draw. <laughs> lock? Lock? Is that your lock? No. Shed's lock for the week, everyone, is the draw. You make any flippant comment on this podcast and you get, you get punished. New rule, uh, we choose each other's lock. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, um, yeah, I reckon Hawks win. Uh, I'll take the Dockers. You take the Dockers. Um, I'll take the Hawks, like I said. Um, uh, another game that probably doesn't mean a lot. Mm-mm. Sounds- it's the Aaron Hall Cup. Yeah, it is the Aaron Hall Cup. Massive. It's also the Hugh Greenwood. Hugh Greenwood. Yes. Come on, mate. You're a North supporter. Uh, well, the list turnovers high. Come on, give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, got no one for you. Sorry. All right. I'm going to tip North as my lock this week. Is your lock? As my lock. That's silly. Yeah, that is very that silly. That is very, very silly. Nah. Tasmania, sun's up. The Even sun six degree days. is notoriously not in Tasmania. Exactly. And uh, that is going to come to fruition this weekend as my lock. North Melbourne this week, my lock. Like it. I'm going to tip the Suns. I'm going to take the Suns as well. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions at the Gabba, is, is there a chance of top two? Yes. They correct. are second. Yeah, they're second. Yes, I'm going to There's a chance apologies. of um, finishing on top if we lose. Yes, correct. With percentage? Um, Percentages are both exactly the same. Yeah. One hundred twenty-three point two four points behind our Brisbane. Right, so this will make it very interesting, actually, if pies get rolled. But um, I'm going to take the lines. I think Saints they haven't done enough for you. Very impressive. The lines are very, yeah. very impressive. That was one of the most impressive performances I think I've seen. Yeah. I haven't watched a lot of games, but that was impressive. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to go the Saints as my smoky. I'm going to go the Brisbane Lions. Nice. All right, not on it down. to no, I'm not going to lock it down. On, he, save, he's saving his to the end. I'm a coward. On to the Luke Dalhouse Cup now. Geelong versus the Bulldogs. Yeah, Luke Dalhouse. Yeah, that's not bad by you. Can you just all the easy ones? Can you not say so I can have it? Right, <laughs> no worries, because right. I've got none myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, whoa, uh, this is probably the two most disappointing performances last year, last week. Sorry, I'm going to take the Cats as my lock. I was going to take the Cats as my luck, but I'll do it for something else. Um, but I will take the Cats in the Stuart Cramery Cup. Nice. Is he like that full forward? Did he play yeah. Geelong? Yeah, he started at Geelong. Yeah, right. I think he was, a, like, I think he was a, like, a rookie at Geelong. I don't think he played a game. Oh, I'll take it. Could be wrong, though. I could just be making up shit. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> this podcast doesn't do that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take Geelong as well. 
Uh, on to the next game now. I've got no one for this one. I think Tyson Stengelein played for both. Possibly. Possibly. We'll take it. Tyson Stengelein? Yep. Is that his actual name? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Tyson Stengelein. No, no, no. Oh. Well, Adelaide by uh, 90 points. Yep. I reckon they've yeah. got a bit of fire in their belly. Yeah. I'll I, follow you in there. I reckon the West Coast will have their 600-point loss of the season. Nice. Jeez, we're all As pro. a smoke or a lock? Um, go on. I'll go a lock. Not a 100-point lock. Oh, did he call actually, it a 100-point lock? Actually, I'll, yeah, I'll go I'll go a 100-point lock. 100-point lock, Adelaide. I like it. We're going to have a few beers here. We're going to have to give away a prize to <laughs> yes. drink all the beers. And that is what the prize was. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, um, last round, or oh, sorry. Sunday. Um, Sunday. We've got the Marination Station Marin- in 12, the twelve thirty game. Very early, Jay Shields Cup kicking Jay the juice. Yeah. Yes, Matt White Cup with his little flame tattoo. Yeah, I like it. Chad, honestly, you've been overseas nothing. for too long, man. No, I've got nothing. No, no, that guy, the the backman. Oh, yep. Oh, Always had his socks up. The chunky Troy Chaplin. Troy Chaplin. Oh, Troy wow. Chaplin. All right, yeah, done well there. Nice. Port win this, I yep. think, easily. And I also reckon that Richmond are going to play. Lots of youngsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm Jack, gonna go to Port as well. Jack and Trent gone. So. My smoky is Port hundred plus. Hundred nice. plus. I like that because they're already six goals up, as we know. So I'm expecting some big spankings in this last <laughs> round. The way we're looking. Well, at it, it's the only thing that makes it exciting. That Saturday is ploppage. Yeah, fair enough. On to the next game now. I'm <clears> going <throat> to take Melbourne in this one. I've done my lock, haven't I? I'm going to take the Swans. Swans, nice. Yeah, my luck's north. That's right. I'm also going to take the Sydney Swans. Nice. Okay. And this game could have massive implications to finish the year that we don't actually, we're not going to know about until obviously after the game between the Bulldogs and Geelong, whether or not the Bulldogs get up. But there could be a potential here that the Giants-Bulldogs move in the last, who knows, could be 10 minutes, five minutes uh, for the season. So I'm going to take the Giants in this one. Uh, obviously, they were impressive against whoever they played last week. I've absolutely forgotten. Definitely can't remember that's Essendon. So um, I think that they were really impressive and they should get the job done. I'm going to say things keep rolling on for Carlton and having a home final is massive, especially if they get to play. Who's possibly going to? If they get to play GWS again or the Ooh. Bulldogs, if they get to play at the MCG. Test each other out for finals. That's right. We could be seeing this back-to-back. Um, I'm going to go the Giants also, and I'm going to make a smoky, but it's not on a result. I'm going to say Toby Green, smoky, or Australian captain. Um, is that like a futures, futures bet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I was going off. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll just check with the bookie uh, after this and see what we can get him for you. BYO Smokies. Yeah. Yes. B- <laughs> BYO Smokies. Uh, that's a bottle of straight if that one doesn't get up. Uh, no, I like it. I do He's like it. He's kicked 56 goals for the year. so It's a very prolonged. He gets on 60 goals as a... Small forward, medium forward, whatever he is. I'm going to class that in that that's not a very brave smoky then. Why not? 50, 60 goals nah, as a like, small forward. Nah, Bont, Bont will get it, in my opinion. As, no, I'm saying captain. I'm not saying um, – I'm saying he's going to – obviously he'll make All-Australian team. But I headphones he will, <laughs> he'll be the All-Australian captain. All right. I like that. We're going to go to a break now, and then we're going to do the votes and straight into the quiz. Quiz. <laughs> All right, thanks. We're rolling back. Thanks to Robert McRae. We're getting into the votes for this week. <laughs> uh, the MVP for one 
is going to West Ham United. Great win this morning. Fantastic stuff. Impressive. Bad luck, Cody. Two is going to GWS, their biggest win in club history, uh, biggest margin. Jesse Hogan, a.k.a. Wayne Carey, great game. And three votes goes to the Spanish women's national team for winning the World Cup, which is fantastically done. The four votes goes to the Toes. Sorry to do it, Rubber, but uh, they were terrible on the weekend. Uh, two votes goes to Chelsea uh, for the aforementioned crap performance. And three votes goes to the Essendon Football Club. I think they were home and hose there. Yes, they were. They were. Well done for the votes, mate. You've done Hopefully really the quiz isn't a dead rubber. Let's get into it. All right. Um, think you, about the answers today, Riley. I was going to say, <laughs> think, think. Just give, you okay. a minute. Just give you a minute if you need. All right. I'm ready. Point to point, unless I say otherwise. Um, and your buzzer. And your buzzer. Okay. I think we know the rules by now. We do. Righto. Let's get into it. How many major sports teams are in the state of Texas? And we're talking. NBA, NFL, um, NHL, and MLB. Closest to the pin? Um, yeah, I can give you closest to the pin. All right, Jack, I'm going to go with 15. I'll go 12. Ha- oh, I'm just going to call you higher then. <laughs> uh, Raleigh is right, there's eight. What? In, in Texas? Oh, I was including MLS. Nah, in yeah. Texas? Yeah. Really? Dallas, so Dallas Cowboys, Houston yeah. Texans. Dallas Mavericks, Rockets, Spurs, Texas Rangers, Houston Astros, and the Dallas Stars. Did you get Spurs? Yeah, I said Spurs. Oh. I hey. feel like there's something missing, eh? No, it's hockey. Hockey. Yeah, the hockey is the Stars or whatever they're called. Oh, right. Yeah, I, yep. I actually, yep. that's why I've, I've done it because I thought there would have been like heaps of them, but there's yeah. not many. Oh, Good question. Go. I like so, that one. Score check. Um, you're on one, mate. Okay. Yeah, okay. Don't choke. Ah. Be rabbit. <laughs> Don't choke this time. Um, who currently has the most Brownlow medal votes of all time? Shed Gary Ablett. Correct. Ooh, Junior. I'll, give you, a, I'll, I'll give you a bonus point if you guess the exact amount of votes. Uh, 230. I'll have a go. 254. No, 262. It's a lot of votes. Wasn't worth an extra point there. No, so no, no, Score check, you're on two. Yeah, lovely. From the Gold Coast Suns' first ever season in the AFL in 2001, how many players are still playing currently in the AFL from their first ever game? 2001? 2011, sorry, not 2001. Oh. Sorry. I'm going to go Jack. On any, any list? Yeah, on any list, yeah. Right. Had to be pl- had to have played in that. So when I said first Jack, game. that means it's my guess. Game. Yeah, we'll hurry up then. Okay, so and I'm get it wrong with two. No. Oh. Uh, both teams, or just no, the just, Suns team? just the Suns team. Zero, no. Another guess. Yep. Jack one, no. Five. Oh no. Four. It, it was four. Read them out. We don't get a guess uh, at these. No. Charlie Dixon, David Swallow, Trent McKenzie, and Dion Prestia. Oh, there you go. Bonus question: Who kicked the Suns' first ever goal? Charlie Jack. Dixon. Damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Charlie Dixon. <laughs> that wasn't for a point. It was just a bonus question. <laughs> bonus just, question. That was no just point. for ha-has and laws. Is that 2-1? 2-0. You didn't get it, you didn't get it right. That's a point. What? I'm running it. Roger that. Yeah, just back so, up I'm there. just trying to get Shed the win, mate. He's still fucking sore from last <laughs> week. Reeling. Yes. All right, let's go. Um, question four. How many Olympic gold medals did Am Thorpe win in his career? Jack. Is this a one guess close to the pin? Um, yeah, we got close yeah. to the pin. Oh, I'm getting better. Jack, 16. No. 14. 
What did you say, 16? Yeah. He only won five. What? Olympic gold, yeah. I thought it was way more. Oh, my God. He Michael Phelps has yeah, Michael outlawed Phelps, that yeah. for everyone. So he won three at the Sydney 2000 Olympics and then won two at Athens. Right. So even though I was a mile off, I still get that point. Yep. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> he won, gross. He won like, um, I think he won like 11 medals, Olympic medals all up, but only won five gold. Fair enough. Yes. This is, I was this surprised, is by, surprised by that too. Good quiz to start on questions. Right, eight. Question five. Score check, what are we? Three, three, three nil. one. No, three nil. Yeah, because I didn't give you that one. Three one. What are we talking, Chelsea, Man- West Ham? <laughs> Five people have been selected in a record eight all Australian teams. Who are they? Jack. Franklin. Yep. Ablett. Yep. Pavlidge. No. Do I just take over now? Yeah, you can take over now. Who do you say? Fra- Franklin, Franklin Ablett. and Ablett. Yep. Selwood? No. Jeez, I'm, I'm bad at Jack this. Dangerfield? Yes, Dangerfield is one of them. Five. Uh, Nick Rewalt? No. Oh, I, don't, I don't reckon you'll get the last two. The last two were pretty hard. Are they old? Um, I wouldn't say they're old. Robert Harvey? Oh, yes, that is one of them. That's good by you. Um, Jonathan Brown? No. Nathan Buckley? No. Chris Judd? No. Oh, Adam Goods? No. Wow. What? Yeah. We've got to get this. There's um, a half a point each too, so you're on two, two, one and a half, and you're on half. Judd. So you got one more to go. No, I said Judd. One, two Brownlows didn't make five All Australians. Eight All Australians. Oh, eight. Eight's a record, yeah. Um, so many. It's hard. Jack they, 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 won a, they did win a Brownlow. Simon Black? No. Brownlow. Simon Black should be GOAT. Non-Victorian team. Ben Cousins? No. Jonathan Brown? Did you say that? Yeah, I've said that. Josh Kennedy? You give up? No. Yeah, I give up. Give up. One more guess. Don't embarrass yourself. McLeod? No. Am I in the right category then? Jack, Warren Shredray. No. <laughs> That's it. You're done. Marcus Schroeder. <laughs> oh, that was my next guess. Uh, I was going to say that. So, right. How are you giving that? I think I got uh, one. You got half a point and you got one and a half. Okay. So you're on, what are you, three and a half and you're on <laughs> one and Get a half. Get the abacus out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You've got to do a bit of bod math to figure out who wins it. Righto. Question six. Who was the last player to win a Brownlow but was disallowed to receive it because they were suspended? Chris Grant. Well done. Yeah. What year? 97. Correct. Who won, two points. Who won it? Robert Harvey. Damn it. Well done. Good stuff. That's only worth one, one point. point. Though, so oh, <laughs> that is unbelievable scene. I didn't even have them down. I just. Off the dome. Yeah. All right. Uh, Far this two, is a, two and a half to three and a half. This you, is still, the best, you can still get him. This is the best 10 bucks. Actually. You can still get him. <laughs> right um, who has the most runs in a one-day Cricket World Cup tournament? Jack. In, Adam Gilchrist. Uh, no. Um, in like I'm talking one, 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 one single, single tournament. tournament. Not all up, sorry. Yeah, one singular tournament. Is it? Oh, Vera? Answer. Uh, no. Is it A.B. de Villiers? No. Give me one more. Dave guess. Warner? No. Who was it? Sachin Tendulkar had yeah. 600, 673. <laughs> you know, probably should have gone tough. the bloke with the most audio yeah. runs ever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Charlie's probably the best cricketer that ever walked <laughs> the planet. That's a big yeah. fucking fresh area from us. Yeah. Yeah. Zero by you. Mm, I um, apologise to everyone yeah. out there. <laughs> I thought that would have been a given for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you live and you yeah, learn. That's what happens when you think on, too much. On to the next one. <laughs> um, how many Netball World Cups has Australia won? 11. Sorry, Shed, 11. Jack, 11? No. 
Uh, uh, I'll give another guess. Jack, eight. No, it was 12. I was going to say 12. It's <laughs> a good guess, though. It is a good guess. You were quick on it. Do I get it then? No. No. I was going to do close to the pin, but you didn't even let me finish the fucking question. So, all right, <laughs> on to the next one. The bickering is unbelievable. What do you got three and a half under two and a half, so you can still come yeah. back here. Yeah, let's <clears> go. Right I've got eleven names here. I'm going to read out their name, and you have to tell me what number they wore or currently wear. Right, point each, and you get a point each for each. And we're not going Christ. to sit here and guess for a million yeah, times. Straight, one shot. You get one shot each. One and you don't even get a reload. If you get in first, you get it. Yeah. Righto. You ready? Got it. Dean Cox. Jack. Shit. Yeah, you. 20. Correct. Well done. Can you keep a count too? I'm, yeah, sure. I'm not Go. very bright. Um, Andrew McLeod. Jack, 23. Ooh, yeah, I'm He's going on. downhill here. Cameron Ling. Shed, 45. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Look at him. He's <laughs> ready. I can't get the cameras on. Um, Matthew Pavlich. Jack, 23. 29. Shed 29. Right on. The reload got me there. Yeah, but I don't get that point. No. Nah. Fucked it. No, nah, continue. Continue. Um, Jaden Short. Jack 29 again? No. Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's 15. No. Nah. He Jack 15. He's 15. That like, count? No, it doesn't. Um, quiz, man. Lockie Ash. Shed 7. Oh, boy. Well done. Shout out, Ashy. What's the score? Two each? Two each? Yep. Two each. Um, three, two. My way. What are you on three for? I'd elected to be on three. <laughs> two each. Um, Will Haywood. Jack, nine. Well done. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm definitely on four, but anyway. You're on three. Anyway. No. I think it was a reload. Anyway, continue on. Continue. Yeah, anyways. You're on you're on three and he's on two. Right. <laughs> so These much. headphones are fucking shit too. <laughs> Can we continue? <laughs> um right. Go. Isaac Smith at Hawthorne. Oh, Jack. Six? No. No. Way off there. Oh I can relay, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, don't. Uh Fourteen? No. Closer. It was sixteen. It was sixteen. Yeah. No, didn't know. Heath Shaw. Jack. Which which team? Uh Collingwood. Jack, twenty nine. No. Twenty three. No. Oh. Thirty nine. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a massive whiff. Yeah. Oh, oh that's shit. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um Ryan O'Keefe. Jack five. Well done, mate. And last one, David Mundy. Jack twenty nine. No. Shed 16. What well unshed? I reckon I was at 29 of it. I reckon you said 29 time. for every single one. I got five then. You got five and you got four? I think you got four. Yep. So what are you, seven and a half and eight. you're <laughs> eight and I'm eight and a half. And you're eight and a half, right? Quarters. Last question's worth a <laughs> hundred million points. Righty, <laughs> let's do it. We're going closest to the pin. How many days since Essendon last won a final? <laughs> shed. Uh, are we adding the 365? No, like as of right now today. Right, okay. 6,845. 6,972. <laughs> what would you say? 6,830 something. Jack won. 6,925. Worst quiz I've ever won. <laughs> Congratulations. Well done, mate. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, boys. Yeah. Unreal. Thanks again to Rob and McRae. Attaboy, but- Rob. He's, he's absolutely dominated today. <laughs> On your rubber. Um, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for joining me, boys. No worries. Nice.